Good morning, good morning, and good morning. Welcome in to another Power Hour. You're live here on the planet, your online home for 90s and 2000s rock. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Listen to theplanet.com is the website. Go to the App Store, go to Google Play, download the app if you don't have it. Search Listen to the Planet. Going to see that logo, and you can have the app on your phone and listen to 90s and 2000s rock. All the time, Monday to Sunday, 24 hours a day. My name is Chris Logan. Thank you for being here this morning. What are we going to talk about today? Going to talk about who's a safer driver, a man or a woman. Yes, I am going there. It's only because I read a little something about it today. Uh, This dude says you can make a Blink-182 song by using Taco Bell sauce packets. Can you get to that in a bit? Uh, Passenger threatens to, quote, kill every man on the plane, gets arrested. Did you see that video? That's trending today. And that's what the Power Hour is all about, to talk about what's trending for today, to talk about the daily headlines and stories, local, national, all that stuff. I, I, I briefly saw this yesterday, and I didn't mention it. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, there is another movie coming out. Now, I was at the tail end of the Turtles growing up. Um, my brother was more like the turtle's age, so I wasn't deeply into it, but, but it was, it was big back in the day. And there's a lot of reviews about this one. It's a little bit different though, in the way that they're creating it. We'll talk about that coming up. Another hard seltzer is going to hit the market on Saturday. Tinder adding a dating dictionary to help people hit, uh, old people hit on young people on Tinder. Also, uh, we talked about this yesterday. There's an update to the story about Nathan Miller, the guy from Georgia that was found dead in Baton Rouge. The family revealed the findings of the autopsy, so we'll talk a little bit about that. Also, there were some rumors going around in the NFL. Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, Tom Brady to the Dolphins. What? And as I was looking around this morning, this story from NOLA.com bothered me a lot. And we'll talk about it coming up. Questions people rarely answer honestly. Best all-time action movies may get to uh, that if we have time this morning. And got a couple other things, depending if, if the time allows. Brent, what's up, man? Good morning. Don't forget New Horizon Tour. I mentioned this on the air minutes ago. I'll mention it again. The New Horizon Tour is Thursday night, tomorrow night at Sam's Place in Crowley. Scotty Austin, formerly of Saving Abel, Shallow Side, and Flaw. Doors open at 7. If you didn't get your tickets, you can buy tickets at the door Thursday night. Congratulations again to Eric Rodriguez. He was our winner. He and a friend got a spot on the Planet Guest List. They're getting in free. But check out that show. It's going to be a great one. Also, shout out to Motor City for powering the morning show, powering the power hour. And you can find Motor City, 1111 North University, Lafayette. And I want to welcome in our brand new overall station sponsor, Edge Custom Tent, located at 110 Road 2 in Lafayette. Need to get your vehicle tinted? That is where you need to go. Go and see Ronnie and Lauren. We'll be talking more about them. Uh, They're, again, our overall sponsor, Powering the Planet. Want to say thank you to them as well. If you, you know, want to 
talk about advertising your business on the planet, email me, info at listentotheplanet.com. Also wanted to mention this coming up on Saturday. LA Drone Services, unleash your inner animal. A car wash using drone technology. This is a stem cell research fundraiser. And it's going to help Sam Primo in his stem cell research. We're going to have Sam on the show tomorrow morning. And we're going to learn more about his story, the situation he's in, um, what he's doing to recover, all that stuff, and, and what this fundraiser is all about coming up on Saturday. But it's happening at the Bayou Church, 2234 Collie Saloon Road, from 1 to 5 on Saturday. Have your vehicle washed and clean by a drone. Have you ever had that happen? Probably not. So it'll be a good day to go through and uh, and get your vehicle washed by a drone. But it is a car wash for a cause, and we'll learn more about it, um, you know, more about Sam's situation, his stem cell situation, uh, tomorrow morning, he's going to be joining us on the show. If you want to go and comment on my Chris Logan page, I asked the question. Question that we're going to answer later on in the show. Who's a safer driver, a man or a woman? <laughs> I'll just say, compared to some of my other questions, I had minimal comments, which, which I figured I would. Because it's the, the questions that I ask that are a little uh, testy, most people don't answer. But I, I do have some. Eric says, hold up, I'm driving right now. So I think that would be, uh, he would say a man. Todd said men. Logan says men, and I think Logan is a female. Joey says, ha, nice try. Uh, got a couple other comments we'll get to this morning as well. That's coming up later inside the show. But if you are watching on social media this morning, thank you. I ask you to share the video. Would appreciate that. You want to comment on anything I'm saying, that's cool too. You can do that. Uh, on on Facebook, those watching on TikTok. Also, if you want to text in the show, 337-227-0365, you can do that as well. But we're starting off with this, and I mentioned it at around 723 this morning. A study revealed the most stressful time of the day is 723 a.m. Why? Let me explain what they say. That's That's they saying this, not me. They say, researchers point out that a lot needs to be done in the morning. And there's not much time to do it. Whether traffic causes you anxiety or you're worried about getting your kids out the door for school, it's understandable why 7.23 a.m. is the most stressful time of the day. It, you know, just, just morning time in general could be the most stressful time of the day for people. Waking up, you got kids, that could be tough. Uh, you're getting ready for work, got to get them ready for school, might be crying, kids might be pissed off for some reason, they didn't get enough sleep, they want their blanket, I don't know. I mean, if you have kids, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> kids can get pissed off for no reason. But 7.23 in the morning, the most stressful time of the day. So look at it this way. It's like 8.09. We're past the most stressful point, and you're inside the power hour, right? So no stress anymore. I wanted to share this with you, um, and, and I got to say thank you because, you know, and, and I asked about it. I got people, you know, tagging me in pictures, uh, tagging me in stories, sending me messages about stories or videos or pictures. Thank you for that. If you, if you, you know, listen to the show 
watch the show, whatever it is, and, and there's something you want me to talk about, tag tag me in it. Send it to me via Messenger or whatever, um, and I'm going to see about talking about it on the show. But I was tagged in this uh, by Dane, and so was Heath from Spank the Monkey. And I, I thought it was pretty cool. I, I have, I've never seen this video before. I... I I think it's it's going viral. It was a Facebook reel. It looks like uh, its original home was you know an Instagram reel, but the account is down to laugh. And I'm not sure if it is this guy or they just took this guy's video and put it on 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 their account. But it's making a Blink 182 song with Taco Bell hot sauce, and it is crazy. How how this works, okay? Here, check check it out. If, if you're listening this morning, you're gonna totally understand it. If you're watching this morning, you can you can see the video. Check it. Or uh, let's see. Sauce and spread it around. That that's how Blink One Eighty Two writes the lyrics to their songs. Let's try it. So he's kind of randomly putting the hot sauce packets. T- together. You ready? Yep. First of all, I won't wait forever. I mean, so what if I did? Yes, two forever. Too good not to be true. Let's go on adventure. Of course, I will. I'm okay with that. That moment when I can't let you go. Marry me. Why not? Oh, I get it. Too bad, you're not single, you're missing out, this one's on me. <laughs> Sounds that's, like a Blink song. That's, I heard this thing on the internet. That's pretty good. That, that's, that's, that, that's very good. That's very clever. I've never heard or seen that before. Making a Blink-182 song, or maybe that's how Blink writes their songs with Taco Bell hot sauce packets. And if you, if you frequent Taco Bell, you know. You know, whether you get what, it's hot, mild. Uh, do they still have Diablo, which is supposed to be like the very hot one, the devil? But they have these little sayings on the Taco Bell packets. And if you randomly put them together, or maybe if you want to strategically put them together, you can write a Blink song. You can write an emo song, maybe some kind of pop punk emo song. If you want to get into writing music, maybe you start with that. That's pretty good. I want to say thanks to Dane for tagging me in that video. This video went viral yesterday. This story, I, I, I think it's, it's starting to take off. I first saw the video on TikTok. I, I searched for the story today. And there is a, a few news outlets that have it. And it was a passenger that threatens to kill everyone on a plane. And he wanted to do it with a broken spoon. Does does that now, I've told you before that I'm I'm not a frequent flyer. You know, I'm not saying I don't travel much. I I don't fly much. But am I the only one that when I am flying, you know, you're, you're kind of thinking about all that stuff in the back of your head, man. What if the plane goes down? You know, what if someone tries to take over the plane? You know, I mean, those things just kind of, for me, are in the back of my mind. And it happened. 
on this Boston-bound flight. A passenger on a flight from L.A. to Boston on Sunday went on a crazy rant threatening a bloodbath and that he would kill every man on the plane. It ended after he allegedly struck a flight attendant with a broken metal spoon and was restrained by passengers. You know, that that's one thing now that if something does happen on a plane, there's, there's probably going to be people, maybe you, maybe me, that are not going to let it happen anymore. Hopefully, that would happen on a plane. I mean, there was, there was a time, and I'll show you this video, and again, if you're listening, you could, you could hear it, but you know, the guy that's sitting in front of this dude while he was turned to the back should have like put him in some kind of headlock and, and brought him down, and they should have beat the you-know-what out of him. So that, that kind of happened, but it was more towards the end of his rant. Let me, let me pull it up. And we'll get into it. I think this is a whole video, which might just be maybe, maybe a minute so or so. Homeland Security with a gun because I'm waiting for them to point the gun at me so I can show everybody that I won't die when I take every bullet in that clip to wherever in my body they shoot it, and then I will kill every man on this plane. So where are they? Where's Homeland Security? Pull the gun. Pull the gun. Where are they? So he's asking if there's Homeland Security on the on the plane, like some kind of uh, officer, marshal. Well, tell them to bring SWAT to shoot me down because they're gonna have to shoot me down today. Remember that. Right there, headlock down. Wherever it is, there's gonna be a bloodbath everywhere. You can run away. You can all run away if you want. Your men, you can run. I won't kill you. My fault is You can run. I won't kill you. Run where, dude? Oh, you're on a plane. You're on a plane. Don't kill me then, or don't approach me because I'm Baltazar. As renamed by God Baltazar, since I'm taking over this plane. So he gets in some kind of weird position with his broken metal spoon, and this is where he moves to the front and he goes to attack. It looks like the stewardess. And you can see there's probably two, three. You know, now four or five other guys finally come to get him and bring him down. And that's that's a video, Kurt, and it says courtesy of Lisa Olson. And this is a video that that's been circulating. Now, a lot of replies to this video. He should be charged for attempting to hijack the plane, endangering the lives of others, et cetera, et cetera. Now, he should have been beat down on the plane. Uh, this person says, fists should have been flying by the entire flight. That's the problem with society, this person says. People don't get beat up enough anymore. This other person says, wow, a couple of flight attendants are smart enough to still be masking with a, with a thumbs up. John says, sounds, sounds like he wanted to die by a cops. Yeah, yeah, because that, that's what he was asking for like at the beginning of the video. And this person, but the people sitting there not reacting, no thanks. You're face down on the carpet in my aisle. Or if you're in my aisle, bro. Typical Balthazar. 
Judge Julie, so so glad Lisa Olson had her phone, had her flip phone handy to capture this. Come on, now people are getting uh, on the on the quality of the video. And this person says, for the record, if someone like this takes a broken spoon or or knife, even kick downward on his kneecap, and it will displace his kneecap, and it will make him a make him useless as a threat. Cheers to security. This, uh, this other person says, this is why one should always carry a couple zip ties when flying in the U.S. This is Chip with a, with a big-ass spoon. They would end up, uh, this person says, they would end up arresting me by the time I was done with this guy. A mind is a terrible thing to lose. So there, there's a lot of comments under this. We're not going to get to all of them, but but there were some pretty good ones. But that is kind of trending and going viral today. Shane says, where was the, quote, air marshal? That's what he was asking for. He was asking for that. It's almost like he wanted he wanted that to happen. And then when he, when he pulled this little broken spoon like he had a bow and arrow, that was kind of weird. I'm sure there's going to be some updates to that story today and and later in the week. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Got any Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fans? The official trailer was released. Got 465,000 views in a day. I was kind of towards the tail end of the Ninja Turtles. A little more of my brother's age. I remember some of my cousins playing with Ninja Turtles. Not, not much for me. And I, but, but I'm not hating on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles at all. There's a lot of people talking about this new movie. Um, but it's a, it's a CG animated movie, and that's kind of what got me. The animation of this is different than any quote-unquote movie that I've seen in a while. Like, it's not this live action. It's not this cartoony video. Watch, if you are, if you're watching this morning, uh, again, you'll see it. I'll, I'll pull it up real quick. Can this I is a trailer. Yes, And Seth Rogen is the producer of this one. Probably got high, and uh, this was his vision of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But you see it, it's like it's like art, cartoony. Almost it's like a comic book. Love it, love it. Stay still. Come on, Stay Come on. Still. Come on. No, 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 no. Oh. Oh. Let's try that again, but with Ninja Stars. Oh. Hey, why do we pick a fruit shaped exactly like my head? Just stop talking. You're ruining my concentration. You're fine. Chill. He's going to die. Yeah. Ah. Did you hear that? What was that? So that that's a little bit of the trailer. But are, are I, it, they're saying a teaser. Teaser trailer. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Micah Abbey as Donatello, Shimon Brown Jr. as Michelangelo, Nicholas Cantu as Leonardo, Brady Noon as Raphael. I don't know any of those people. My bad. John Cena, though, is in it as Rocksteady. Jackie Chan as Splinter. 
Ice Cube as Superfly. Uh, let's see, Post Malone is in it as Ray Filet. Seth Rogen is Bebop. Paul Rudd is Mondo. And Maya Rudolph as Cynthia Utrom. Who's April? I remember April. Why, why don't they have... Da, 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 da. So it says, after years of being sheltered from the human world, the Turtle Brothers set out to win the hearts of New Yorkers and be accepted as normal teenagers through heroic acts. Their new friend, April O'Neil, helps him take a myster- mysterious crime syndicate. But as soon as they get in over the, their heads, when an army of mutants is unleashed upon them. And it looks like it's out in theaters on August 4th. So yeah. If you're in, if you're into the Ninja Turtles as a kid, you're probably excited about this new movie coming out again, August fourth. If you're into hard seltzer, Sunny D of all companies coming out with a hard seltzer on Saturday. Can that get confusing for kids? Sunny D got a got a hard seltzer. I I am not a hard seltzer dude. You know, what was it back in the day? The purple stuff? Remember that that old Sunny D video? It's more than purple stuff. Now it's the hard stuff. <laughs> Sunny D with alcohol. If you drank Sunny D as a kid, now you can you can drink the hard stuff. Sunny D vodka seltzer. It hits select Walmarts nationwide Saturday. It's already been spotted on shelves in some places. So, I, I guess also if you're a fan of a screwdriver and you like Sunny D, this is probably for you. Sunny D, not real orange juice, fake orange juice. So, Sunny D, vodka, and, and bubbles. Story here says it's a nostalgia grab. Why not? They know now the 90s kids are grown up, and they're hoping they will be into it. A press release claims fans asked for it, though, and that Sunny D is already a popular mixer. Four-pack will cost 10 bucks, so it's a little pricier than other seltzers and also pricier than most beers. Each can is 95 calories and 4.5% alcohol. Sunny D seltzer. 90s kids are grown up, and now they want Sunny D with vodka. Why not? Uh, what else this morning? Tinder adding a dating dictionary to help old people hit on young people. This is getting you in the know if you're older and what these young kids are talking about uh, just in their, in their uh, slang terms. Helps you kind of be a cooler old person trying to date a younger person. The dating dictionary, and this is real. They did it after a poll found 62% of people, 18 to 25, feel they speak a, quote, different language than their parents when it comes to dating. You know, maybe people in their 30s know some of these. Uh, let's see. I'll just rattle off a few. A situationship, when it's more than a hookup but not exclusive. Date view when a date feels more like a job interview. Ick, anything that's a turnoff. I'm, I'm learning some stuff here this morning. Cushioning, 
keeping people in your back pocket just in case the person you're dating doesn't work out. It's similar to another term called benching, B-E-N-C-H-I-N-G. You also might hear someone describe those people as, quote, next on deck. Kitten fishing. It's not catfishing where you pretend to be someone else. It's a scaled back version where you tweak or embellish things about yourself. So it's not a full-on catfishing. It's, it's kitten fishing. Affordating, which is short for affordable dates, goes hand-in-hand with another term called frugal flirting. Boy, I'm I'm glad I'm not single, man. It would be it would be uh, confusing. A dry texter, someone who writes boring text and doesn't use many emojis. O N S, that's short for one night stand. O T P, short for one true pairing, or the perfect couple. Sneaky link. All right, I heard of that. Two people who hook up a lot, but it's secret. Eco dumping. <laughs> Have you heard of that? Eco dumping, E C O dumping. That is ending a date because someone's not committed enough to environmental causes. Dude, really? Friend traduction, when you meet someone's friends for the first time. Love bombing, when you come on too strong at the start of a relationship, when both people do it, it can lead to a turbo relationship. So I guess turbo relationship is when you you get into the relationship quicker than what you would like. One would only assume, one would be me. Zombieing, when someone who ghosted you pops back up in your DMs, okay? (laughs) A hard launch, when you post your first official photo as a couple. Riz, nope, don't, no, don't, don't think about that. Riz is short for charisma. Like I just went out with the guy who has a ton of riz. We might hard launch soon. There's <laughs> another word that used to be back in the day. It sounded like riz, and I'm not going to say it, but uh, what else? A Sunday test. Testing how compatible you are by hanging out on a Sunday and doing nothing. No cap. This, this is all real. <laughs> no cap. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be capping you here inside of the power hour on the planet. Getting close to that halfway point already. Dang, it's like 8:30. We're on the planet first and foremost, my online station for 90s and 2000s rock. Listen to theplanet.coms where you can check it out. Download the app, App Store, Google Play, search for Listen to the Planet. And they were live on Facebook. Chris Logan page, Planet page, Chris Logan group. If you're watching, all I ask you to do is, is share the video. Maybe it'll make Facebook like my Facebook lives. But I, I am getting notifications every day. And every day it tells me that I reach more people uh, than the previous day. I'm like on a 68-day reach streak. And it tells me to do more lives, uh, more reels, and engage more with comments that people have on my page. And that's a way to be successful on Facebook. Thanks, Facebook. But obviously, you know, live videos now are, are not really the, the go-to on Facebook. It's more about reels and, and the short-form content. But still, it's still going to do it. I have fun doing it. Why not? 
I mean, I'm doing the show anyway on the planet. Why not just hit live on Facebook? Boy, this this story, um, strange. And we talked about it yesterday. The guy from Georgia that was found dead in Baton Rouge. Now the family of Nathan Miller reveals the findings of the, his autopsy. And police say no foul play was suspected. Uh, this is from WAFB.com. The family of the Georgia man who died during a business trip to Baton Rouge say that they have been told he likely died of an accidental overdose. The family said investigators told him Tuesday, March 7th, that an autopsy of Nathan Millard, age 42, of Walton County, Georgia, show no internal or external trauma to the body. The Baton Rouge Police Department later confirmed during a news conference that foul plays not suspected. Captain Hines said, quote, there doesn't appear to be any foul play at this point. I know that he was placed there, obviously, by another individual. We would like to know who and why. But just from the autopsy results that were given by the coroner's office at this time, it doesn't appear to be any signs of foul play. East Baton Rouge Parish Coroner Dr. Bo Clark said the final autopsy results are pending further studies, including toxicology testing. He added the cause of death and manner of death are pending the completion of the final autopsy report. And we talked about this yesterday. His body was found March 6th around 3.34 a.m. in the 2900 block of Scenic Highway. Police say they're looking into how his body got there. Uh, there was a foul smell that caused someone to call police. Also, um, police went on to say it does appear that he was left there. That's that's most likely not where he died. They say, I don't want to go into details on our investigative efforts, but efforts are underway to locate and talk to whoever put him there. Investigators said it's possible he was with others when he accidentally overdosed and they moved his body to another location. Also, the police went on to say, and look, we'll ask whoever put him there if something happened and there was a moment of panic, come forward. We just want to know what happened to him. Our goal is to find out what happened. And uh, the man was missing for nearly two weeks. And, and this is kind of the update that was given. He was with a client, went to an LSU basketball game, then went to a bar downtown. I read a couple other stories that maybe he was at the penthouse strip club. Um, I don't know how true that is. And also uh, that he had, they got him pulling money out of his or pulling cash out of his uh, debit account at, at an ATM. But they said around 1130 PM, he was at Happy's Irish pub on third street in the downtown area. According to BRPD surveillance video of Mr. Millard at other businesses later in the night show that he appeared to not be in distress and was there of his own accord. He appeared to be at those locations under his own power, they said. But any information call Crime Stoppers 225-344-7867, but missing for two weeks and then found dead. And uh, another story I read yesterday, the wife, uh, he FaceTimed his wife, according to that story, whether that's true or not. He FaceTimed his wife at the basketball game because they, they, he had great seats or, or with his clients. They had great seats. And she said, I 
didn't think that was going to be the last time that I would speak to my husband. Some rumors going around in the NFL. You know, Derek Carr going to the Saints. That was some big news. Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Tom Brady to the Dolphins. What? These are only rumors. And according to sources, and I believe Tom Brady already knocked his down. Aaron Rodgers has reportedly had talks with the Jets about playing for them next season. That comes from NFL analyst Trey Wingo. And supposedly Trey Wingo heard it from sources. We talked about sources. Sources can be anyone. Rodgers still hasn't announced whether he is even playing next year, and Trey Wingo says, quote, nothing is imminent. And they're, they're trying to get some clicks. They're trying to get, you know, trying to get, um, you know, some, some traffic and, and put these stories out there. But, but didn't Aaron Rodgers go through this, what it was like a four-day darkness retreat or something like that where, you know, he wanted to go to where he can see things more clearly and decide on what he's going to do? Aaron Rodgers should hang it up. And, and I know different people, you know, react different ways. But maybe it's just me. Aaron Rodgers doesn't seem happy on the football field anymore. Might be time for him to hang it up. Tom Brady, according to another rumor, he's considering his second unretirement and could land in Miami with the Dolphins. That came from NFL Network host Rich Eisen. He says he heard the rumor at the NFL Combine. Now, again, was it two random dudes you know, using the urinal where Rich Eisen was and they were drunk and talking about, oh, man, I heard that uh, Tom Brady's going to the Dolphins. See, that, that, that's a source. That is a source. Uh, but Tom Brady already kind of pretty much said no. He tweeted out this, quote, anyone who thinks I have time to come back to the NFL has never adopted a two-month-old kitten for their daughter. So it looks like he wants to spend some time with his broken family, his family. Um, <laughs> Rich Eisen also had a Aaron Rodgers rumor of his own. According to Rich Eisen, the Packers really hope he does not want to come back. So I don't know. I, I, I don't think Tom Brady's coming back. I really think he is done. Aaron Rodgers, I think for me, he, he should be done. And I, I think he served his time. Did great. He lost Devontae Adams. He just, he just didn't look at himself last year. We'll have to wait on official word from that. But you want to answer this question now? Who's the safer driver, a man or a woman? How dare I ask that question? Uh, let's see. Got a couple more comments. The man, because majority of the time when we're with women, we're driving. Okay. Uh, Shane says, well, as a professional driver that has driven in many states and other countries, I think that hat can be shared on both. I've seen some men that suck and some women that suck. And, and I think Shane might be right. Both. And then Joey said, nice try. Uh, let's see, Betty says both, Todd said men, Logan said men. 
But according to this, ladies, women, are the safer driver. Why? Now, this is from WebMD. It says that men tend to take more risks. They're more likely to speed. Men are more likely to drive while drunk. And men are more likely to not wear a seatbelt. Also, men have more severe crashes than women drivers. You know, is that true? Men take more risk. Men have more severe crashes, but ladies ding up the vehicle more. Is that safe to say? You know, scuff up the rims on the curb while they're pulling up to McDonald's to, uh, you know, order food. You know, and they, they scuff the rim on the curb. Or are men tend to get more in, it says here, tend to have more severe crashes than women drivers. But do women bump things more than what a man does? But it looks like, according to this from WebMD, that, you know, men just ran away with the survey and men um, are the worst drivers and women are better. And it wasn't, it wasn't this sexist thing that I wanted to get to. I just... um. I just wanted to bring it up this morning because I I read it and I was like, let me put it on Facebook and see if anybody comments because I'll do that from time to time when I have questions, see what everyone says, and then we'll talk about it on the show. But when it has to do with like who's better, men, women, or all, that, that kind of stuff, I don't get too many comments. Just like Joey said, nice try, LOL. <laughs> um. This story here, well, it bothered me a lot. And it's from NOLA.com. You know, I, I kind of thought about, you know, not even talking about this story here. But I, 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 couldn't, I, I couldn't believe it. And it's definitely an uh-uh story. It's not a funny uh-uh story. It is a... I, I, I don't even know how to explain this one. You can go read more on NOLA.com. Now, I, I look at different, different websites, you know, all, all sorts of different things when I'm looking for topics for the Power Hour. You know, try to get to things that maybe not everyone else is talking about. Um, you know, maybe videos or stories that are just starting to trend. But look at this one. The headline makes me upset. Metairie woman accused of live streaming child sex abuse said she needed money to pay rent. And according to authorities, she tried to sell explicit photos for $1,500. Here's the story. A Metairie woman who reportedly admitted live streaming the graphic molestation of a four-year-old child told authorities she did it for the money. Chelsea Forbes, age 28, gave a full confession of the sexual abuse, including I don't even want to, I don't, I don't even want to say it. Fondling and using a sex toy on the victim. Four years old. That's according to Kay Horn of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office. 
Chelsea Forbes posted the video on a live feed to members of a chat group using the Kick messaging app. Authorities have also accused Forbes of trying to sell a sexually explicit photo of the victim to a man in the chat group for $1,500. Said she was in dire straits as far as income and she needed money to pay her rent and feed her kids. That was not the way to do it. Forbes was arrested February 3rd and booked with sexual battery and possession of pornography involving juveniles. Authorities have previously said that Forbes is known to the victim and the victim's family. The Times-Picayune is not releasing more information about the child to avoid identifying the victim. The sheriff's office opened the investigation after federal authorities in Florida contacted the agency. An agent there had learned of the illicit live feed and traced the IP address to Forbes's residence. Local, local authorities served a search warrant at Forbes' apartment and seized several devices, including a mobile phone holding the pornographic images that had been shared online, authorities said. They also found the toy, and not a children's toy, that had been used on the child in the video and more child pornography on her devices. As Forbes was being interviewed by detectives, they noticed that she was wearing the same heart-shaped ring that could be seen on the hand of the adult who molested the victim during the live stream. Criminal Commissioner Paul Schneider ruled Monday that there was probable cause to continue holding Forbes in the Parrish County Jail. Assistant District Attorney Shannon Swaim argued against the motion to reduce Forbes's $150,000 bond. Calling anyone who does this to a child and puts it in a chat room for money, a danger to society. Schneider agreed and denied that motion. A $150,000 bond. What was the story the other day? The uh, dumbass lady who stole her, her aunt's debit cards and went on a shopping spree. What did they hold her for? $18 million? $18 million was her bond. Now, that was wrong, which she did. I'm not, I'm not saying that other person should not be in jail or, or going to court. I'm not saying that. She was held for $18 million. While this sick person here ruined this child's life because she couldn't pay her rent, and, and she's being held on a $150,000 bond. But that's it. I, I don't want to talk more about that story at all. We live in some evil times, man. We do. Questions people rarely answer honestly, like have you read the terms and conditions? Boy, we get stuck on the terms and conditions. No telling what those terms and conditions are when we, we click or, or check agree, then hit submit. We're probably giving them full reign. But are you going to sit there and read what the 56 pages of terms and agreements? Nope, we are not. But what are some other questions? Got a few that people do not answer honestly. According to this, people don't answer the question of how are you honestly? How are you? I'm, I'm pretty good. 
fair to partly cloudy? People also do not answer this question, honestly. Did someone pass gas? Nope. Remember, he who smelt it dealt it. Uh, if you're asked the question, how much alcohol do you drink each week? Doctor asked that. I don't know, one, one or two, Doc. One or two what? Bottles? Fifths? Cans? 16-ounce, 8-ounce, 24-ounce? Drinking those tall boys, the ponies? What is it? What's two? Two could be a lot or two could be a little bit. Uh, also, the question of how much do you weigh? People do not answer that honestly. How old are you? People do not answer that honestly. And, and I would dare to say probably more women than men don't like to answer the how old are you question. Question of how many people you slept with. How was school? Ask that to a kid. They, they, they don't want to answer that, answer that question or, or answer it um, honestly. And people don't answer this honestly either. Did you get my message? Nope. I, I, didn't, even, I didn't even see that text come through. <laughs> I didn't even see it come through at all. My bad. I'm sorry. Also saw this this morning. I, I thought about putting this as my question today, and, and we still probably could. You know, my question was, who's a safer driver, a man or a woman? But I also came across this. The best action movies of all time. And pop culture and entertainment websites were contacted. And I guess they all kind of put out this question and then they took their answers and, and put it all together. The best action movie ever, according to this, is a movie that we talked about a lot, especially around Christmas. We've had a few discussions about Die Hard here on the Power Hour and on the planet. And most of that discussion was, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? We're not going to get into that today, but Die Hard, number one on this list, saying it's the best action movie ever. What follows that? Raiders of the Lost Ark, number two. Aliens, number three. Terminator 2, Judgment Day, number four. And number five, Matrix. Remember when Matrix came out? You know, with the, I guess, the different technology they had then. When did the Matrix come out? Was that like a 99, 2000-ish movie? Let's see, when was the Matrix, I'm going to search it, released? March 31st, 1999. Because you remember the like the like when Keanu Reeves like leaned back and then the it was slow motion and had his arms or was he dodging a couple bullets or something? That was a big part of the technology in the movie. Like whoa, check this out! And like like these three sixty cameras, and it was it was a big deal back in nineteen ninety nine. This technology was big. Now you could probably do that with your iPhone, but. Do you do you agree with that? Die Hard, the best action movie of all time, followed by Raiders of the Lost Ark, Aliens, Terminator 2, Judgment Day, and The Matrix. Raiders of the Lost Ark, I remember watching it back in the day. 
And it's not like a go-to now. I haven't watched that in many, many years. Aliens, uh, don't judge me. I, I never watched Aliens. Terminator 2, Judgment Day, yes, I, I would have to put that up there in, in, the, in the top five. And probably my favorite Terminator movie. And then The Matrix. I, I'm not sure if The Matrix belongs there. Best all-time action movies. What would happen if we would ask that to Google? Best action movies. Let's just see what else would come up. Let's see what Rolling Stone says. 50 best action movies of all time. And this, is, this is Rolling Stone, so I mean, you know, it's going to probably be a bad list, but it was the first thing that I saw. Uh, Brent says, kind of thinking the Lethal Weapon movies are greater or better than the Die Hard movies. Okay. Someone says, big trouble in, in Little China. Come on, man. <laughs> um, just seeing some of these comments come through, my, uh, that's, that's my fault. Uh, Isabel says, women are, were the worst drivers. Worst accidents are usually men. Uh, Seth said, Mountain Dew has a hard soda. Been waiting for it to hit Louisiana. Um, that, yep. And then Sunny D coming, coming soon, Saturday. Big trouble in Little China. That was with... Um, that was with Kurt Russell, right? Seth also says, I went to watch The Matrix the last night it was in, in theaters. Me, my brother, and a friend. Best movie experience, having it all to ourselves for that film. And that makes a difference, too. When you're in a movie theater by yourself, and you get to experience it in a whole nother way, it's, it's, it's different. But let's, let's see what just Rolling Stone says. Mad Max Fury Road is number one. Die Hard for them is, is number two. John Wick, number three. The Raid. Enter the Dragon, number five. The classic from 1973. Matrix was in at number six. Hard Boiled from 1992. I, I don't remember that one. Seven Samurai from 1954. They have Black Panther in there from 2018 at number nine. And then Alien sits at number 10. Raiders of the Lost Ark, number 11. Born Identity. The Dark Knight. Dirty Dozen. Terminator 2 is at number 16. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon from 2000. Mission Impossible. Fallout, Casino Royale, Midnight Run, Snowpiercer. You know, I, I'll watch some action movies, but as, as I mentioned yesterday, I'm more of a comedy guy. Top movies for me, um, really in no particular order, Urban Cowboy, Friday, Top Gun, Scarface, Karate Kid. That would be like, like my five. Most of them are classics. Urban Cowboy would be number one on my list, though. The others would float in the top five. Friday. And never forget watching Friday in 1995. Watch it on a... Didn't go watch it in theaters. Watched it on VCR, VHS tape. Remember just laughing our asses off, man. That was, that was, that was a funny movie. Still a, still a classic. 
But just looking at the top action movies of all time, I don't know, maybe, maybe that's something we talk a little more about coming up on the show here. And I also forgot to bring again, and when I woke up this morning, I told myself, grab your airwalks and grab some of your toys. So I'm, I, I might have to do that. I, I told you about this on the show. What was it, last week? We are talking about things that were found in the attic. And my mom had found that in her attic. My old Airwalks, uh, some Star Wars toys. I got that. And this was like, this was COVID time when everybody was cleaning their attics because they were doing nothing. But I, I took my Star Wars toys to, oh man, is it the Toy Box? What's that local toy store here in Lafayette? And uh, the guy didn't want to purchase any. I think he was a little strapped for cash at the end of the, end of the year. And, and I never went back to sell some. But I have a broken Millennium Falcon and I think like an X-Wing fighter, some other stuff. Uh, but, but I learned that even though you have action figures and they're not in the box, if you have the weapons with them, that makes them worth a little bit more. But maybe, maybe I'll bring my airwalks tomorrow. I also wanted to, to go through all my cassettes and bring that. The CDs would be too much. Too many, too many CDs to bring. You know, when I started DJing, I started DJing you know, way back. I, I was in high school, so still using some records. Obviously, being in clubs and, and doing dance music and break beats for a while, uh, that was on a lot of records as well. Some of that I, I sold, just didn't have space for it. And, and I look back and I think, man, why did I sell this? But, and, and I sold it like for space because I didn't feel like just having them around. But I still got cassette singles, full-length cassettes, uh, CDs, and just really you know, collecting them from DJing through the years, 45s. Got, got all that stuff. Maybe we'll have a, a throwback Thursday on the show or where we, we look at some of my cassettes. If I remember to do it. Tomorrow's Thursday. Will it be tomorrow? I don't know. Probably not. Tomorrow, um, I believe he should be on the show. I mentioned this when we started the show today. That coming up on Saturday, there is a fundraiser going on at Bayou Church put on by L.A. Drone Services. And it, it's a car wash. And it's a fundraising event for Sam Primo and his stem cell research. We're going to uh, get Sam on the show tomorrow and, and learn more about a situation you know, what he's doing to recover and how stem cell research has helped him. And this car wash is going on from one until four. Again, at the Bayou Church, 2234 Collie Saloon Road on Saturday. And there's a few people, uh, you know, teaming up to, to try to help this guy. Uh, Dino's is one. Uh, the Bouncy House, Turk Boy and Sons, Royco Consulting. Uh, Cloto Construction, and also us here at the planet. I'm not sure if there's a Facebook event set up for it. Uh, I shared it on my personal page. I'll share it on the planet page if you want some more information. But you can have your vehicle, your car, your truck, your RV washed by a drone. And that's coming up on, on Saturday. And it's helping raise funds for Sam's stem cell research. But I'm... I'm um, I'm, I'm excited to talk to Sam tomorrow and learn more about his story and the situation he's in, see if we can get some people to go out 
and help him out on Saturday because that's you know that's that's what it's all about, man, and that's what we do here in Acadiana. Seth says, you know how I feel about them cassettes and old CDs. Yeah, Seth was a little upset. Seth, the host of the Loud Hour, a little upset that I had um, sold a lot of my CDs, and it was a lot of rock CDs from back when I worked at Planet Radio, and I had those like in my closet and then in my my attic for a very long time and probably around the time that we had moved into the house that we're currently in I, I sold them and I put all my CDs from the planet that were still like sealed and ready to go I put them in lots and I sold them on eBay and I, I just didn't have room for them like you know now I I regret doing it but I mean it happens you know you're like either you're a pack rat or or you're not and I guess I would somewhat consider myself a pack rat. And then, but some of the stuff that I had, I sold. And Seth says, he commented, almost unforgivable. And I'm sorry, Seth. My bad. I'm going to see what I, what I have left over. And we'll bring that for one show. Maybe we'll have a throwback Thursday show or, or where we look at some of my old cassettes and maybe my old CDs. But getting close to wrapping up the show today. Again, thanks to Motor City for powering the morning show and the Power Hour, 1111 North University, Lafayette. Go and see them. Great pre-owned cars, trucks, SUVs, motorcycles, boats. You never, you never know what J.P. Guidry will have on the lot. And also, there's the Bayou Garage, which is right behind or on the side of Motor City, depending how you look at it. You can get your service done there, oil changes. Uh, brake jobs, mechanic work, they, they can do that on your vehicle. You don't have to have purchased the vehicle from Motor City to use it. And we got a brand new sponsor energizing the entire planet, an overall sponsor of the planet. That's Edge Custom Tent. Got to say thanks to Ronnie and Lauren. 110 Road 2 in Lafayette. They're open 930 to 5, Monday to Friday, then 9 to 5 on Saturday. They do auto. They do they do residential, commercial commercial window tent, and more. Even vinyl wraps, paint protection film, ceramic coating, and more. Their um, their slogan. They're kind of thinking of a of a new slogan for their company. What do you think about show me your tents? It's pretty good. Anyway, but thanks to Edge Custom Tent, our new overall sponsor of the planet. And again, if you have a business, uh, very affordable for you to jump on the planet. Shoot me an email, info at listen to the planet.com. Info at listen to the planet.com. Uh, or you can just go to listen to the planet.com. I think there's a form you can fill out, and that's going to get to me too. So enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. Halfway done with the week. When you pass by Taco Bell today at the drive thru, get some extra sauce packets, and you can make your own Blink 182 or emo punk song by the messages on there. If you missed that early in the show, Go back to my Facebook page. You can watch the live video and, and check it out today. But I'll see you tomorrow, 7 a.m. The show starts on the planet and the power hour at 8. Have a great rest of your Wednesday. See ya.